going up earlier in the week. Of course, it was a holiday weekend. Took a little trip out of town. Had some uh, fun, you know, hanging out with friends and family down in Atlanta. So we back to business. So got another good one today, man. Like I said, um, a couple of weeks ago, it might even been a couple of months. Hell, I was sitting around bored here at the house and um, I was messing around on Amazon Prime looking for, you know, something to watch. And I come across the free meat meal little documentary or whatever. And I had, I had never heard of it, never heard anybody really talk about it. So I'm just sitting down here in the crib. I was like, man, you know what, here, I'll take a look to see what it's about. And the whole thing was about him, you know, dealing with the judge and how long he had been on probation and him, you know, going in and out of the system and stuff like that. And after I got locked into it, I was like, damn, like, this is very, very interesting. So I made a post about it. I think, I think it was a post and, you know, different people was reaching out to me. It was like, damn, you know, what is that? And I just started pointing people in that direction to go look at it. And next thing I know, people was like, man, I'm, I'm glad I watched it, man. That was dope. That was interesting. And one of those people was my cousin Grip. He's been on the podcast a couple of times. But uh, today he wanted to, you know, chime in on the whole situation and, and give his take on it. And I just want to welcome him to the podcast. What's going on, fam? What's up, family? How y'all doing? Ah, oh, man, can't call it. Can't call it. Just another day, man. That's it. So real quick, dog, before we dive in, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, watching that documentary and some of your own, you know, personal experiences with some of that, like be- before we dive into it, uh, what is your initial thoughts on the documentary first? Like, I mean, it it was it's messed up, like seeing a a celebrity go through that, but I've seen people like myself and others been going through stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy how you, you don't, you, you, we didn't really know me. We knew he was going through some stuff, but we didn't know the extent, you know what I'm saying? And how deep it was until we actually seen the little documentary, the little documentary, you know what I'm saying? Like I even knew some, but I ain't know all of that, man. And it was just like, man, it just hit home. Cause Man, I didn't. <laughs> I was almost going through something similar, man, and it's crazy because you know, you know what I'm saying. Like I said, I I just got off parole yesterday. Definitely, like, just definitely. Got, just got my papers, and I've been on parole since 2012. But before that, I was on it from like 04 to 2008. Man, so first got of all, congratulations are in order now. Oh, definitely. Man. I'm telling you, it don't even, man, I've been, I'm, it, this, this, don't, this don't sound crazy, but I've been on it so long, it don't even feel like I'm off. That's why I'm, that's why I'm telling you now, like, I ain't even gonna sit there and pretend like I know what that feels like. I know. Like, I can even relate or, or nothing. Yeah, I know. And that's why it's, it's dope because like you just mentioned, he's a celebrity. We really didn't know the extent of, you know, what all was going on minus what was really put on TV and really that's just a little small portion of it, a little TMZ or Instagram bullshit. And for starters, I owe that man an apology because the whole time all this was going on, I was one of them people like, man, this dude is already famous. 
He's got more money than anybody can imagine. What the hell is dude problem to where he just keeps getting right? Can't right judging. You know, we got that bad from the outside looking in. Exactly. Like you said, I'll be the same way. Like, damn, why he can't stay out of trouble? Right. But in his case, man, he was in trouble before he ever got famous. That that happened way before he got famous. Way before he signed the deal. You know what I'm saying? But how can you keep a man on probation that long? But hell, look what I just told you with me. So, but here's the situation is different. Like probation, there's no way that you should be able to do that. Like they locked this man up for riding a wheelie. Right in New York, and they didn't even see him doing it. Exactly. And once I and once I saw that part in the little documentary, I was like, "Wait a minute! Like, damn! Like this man is is really locked up behind some shit that that nobody really saw. They just seen some some videos online, and they went and tracked this man down. And that's when it all started clicking for me because initially when it first, I was like, come on, bro. Like, really? You really in New York riding wheelies and doing all this stupid shit in traffic? Like, come on, bro. Like, nah, music video. And that's when it was just like, you got all the details. And like you just alluded to, like this, this stems back well before all of this. And the thing is, and I don't want to talk too much about it just in case people haven't seen it and want to go back and watch it or whatever. But it's like all of this stemmed from some crooked ass cops that lied on the report. That man, and then somebody finally came up, what, 20 years later? 15 <laughs> right. or something like right. that? Right. Later and told the truth? Right. Like this whole man's future could have been jeopardized well really it was jeopardized i ain't even gonna say it could have been it was jeopardized because who knows what cards he would have been handed had he not been trapped in that system for all that time now you know go ahead they still don't get punished my bad but they still don't get punished and and like it after you find them in the wrong and that's the crazy part about it all. And that's why I wanted to to have the conversation about it is because, you know, I, I know people that are trapped inside that cycle. And to me, it's like, hell, that's just as bad as being in, in prison, if you ask me. Now, again, Man, I swear, I'm, I mean, it's a little more freedom because you're on the street. You know what I'm saying? But you ain't free. But it's like you 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 on this on this thin rope and it's like they looking for a reason to send you back. And it's almost like, well, damn, like if I, if I can't go out and maneuver and enjoy some of the things that, that I like enjoying, then what the hell do you expect me to do? Man, I'm trying to tell you. And I'm sitting there I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to just, uh, tell you how it started with me and like everything with my situation and why I say it was similar to me. So, you will understand a little more what I what I was saying. All right, all right. All right. We from the same neighborhood, so you know our town is small. Me, I ain't I ain't blaming nothing on nothing. I'm grown. All the mistakes I made, I did it, and I'm owning up to everything I did. But you know, we from a neighborhood where it ain't really too much going on. You either gonna do a couple of things, you understand? Right. And I so happen to fall in and get into the wrong stuff. So, you know, I get in trouble. I end up in jail. I end up being on probation or whatever. <clears throat> well, I'm on probation, man. We had a PO, and I'm going to say his name because I don't care. I'm not on that no more. 
The man's name was Joe Pat Phillips. When I tell you, Adrian, this man had it out for any and everybody that was on probation or parole under him. Mm. For one, you know how small our neighborhood is. Right. They're kin each other. They're telling us since we're on probation and stuff, we can't even be around each other. Which is damn near impossible. Impossible <laughs> where we from. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's the first mistake. Then he's locking you up over any little thing. I probably went to jail like three, four times before I ever got violated. Then I finally get violated. Okay, I go to jail. I get out in 05. Man, I might have stayed out maybe 10 months. I go right back. Now I'm going to prison from 06 to 07. I did like a year and a half. I, I'm, man, I can't be no older than about 1920. Right. Now I'm going to prison. Like, my experience, it was okay. But I had been in it so much stuff, it wasn't nothing new to me, mm-hmm. for real. The only thing was, basically, you know, people ain't got guns in here. But everything that's going on in the street is in there. Like, it's crazy. And then if you get into the wrong one, you're in trouble, especially if you don't know how to conduct yourself in here. Right. So, you know, the system is messed up, period. So just think, man, you're a kid going in here. And I went somewhere where it was, like, 85% had 20 years or more. Oh, wow. And see, in Eastern. The- they call it the Pink Palace. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like 30 mountains going up on the hill. But when you see it, like when the sun hit it, it looks pink. The whole penitentiary does. Okay. Well, say that name again. Where was it at? It's in Eastern Kentucky. It's like maybe 30 minutes, 45 minutes away from West Virginia. Okay. Yeah, okay. Eastern Kentucky, man. It's so far away from us, man. It's probably like nine hours away from us. And see, and the crazy part is not to interrupt you real quick. It's like, you know, I ain't going to, you know, put anybody's, you know, personal business and stuff out without their permission. But it's like, I have a I have a brother that's trapped into that, that system or whatever. He's been in that system since he was a fucking kid. Seventh, eighth right. grade. And uh, I remember that they sent him to like a boy's home up past Eastern Kentucky, but it was like maybe an hour or two past Bowling Green up there in the hills. And man, we would drive like five hours for a two hour visit and then turn I'm around and have to drive five hours right back. I'm telling you, man, it's like, but not trying to get in the penitentiary thing, but I'm just like trying to let people know, like, you know, so somebody that might be listening and maybe thinking that that shit cool, like it ain't. Right, like it's not coming from somebody that's been through it. But all right, I I I go through that. You know what I'm saying? I get out in 2007. Boom, I'm doing okay. Get off papers. Get off parole in 2008. Mess up again, man. Mess up a year later off of on papers, man. For four years, mess up a. And you know I ain't ashamed of it. I can tell you what happened. I got caught with some guns. And I'm, and I'm a felon. So, boom, I had to cop out to like 11 years. But I was facing 20. Mm-hmm. So, now they got me again. So, I do three years on this. And while I'm going through this, one of my kids is not even born. When I come home from this, I did from 09 to 2012. She three. Man. And see, and you know what? 
that's the that's the the side that that people don't really understand because it's like that's that's time lost unexpected you can never get it back and it's like now you know a child is 3 years old at this point they're trying to get familiar with you know the faces that they've seen and now it's like okay who is this person you got to try to that's you know, how it was when I came home <laughs> and it's it's crazy, dog. And it's like you yeah. know, going back to the little charge or whatever. Because I have a problem with that. That's something that I've always felt like society looks down on people that have done done time or whatever. And it's like when you get out, you can't own a gun. You can't have this. You can't have that. And it's like not every person that that's been to prison is some kind of damn killer. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's too many regular civilians out here that shouldn't have guns, but under the eyes of the law or under the eyes of certain people, they're entitled to do that. But if somebody's Man. been in prison, they they don't have the means to protect themselves as if the real <laughs> right. world shit still don't go on. <laughs> right. right. That's crazy, right. man. And you know, I never did. I ain't got no violent background. I just so happen to, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, have one. And, and that's the part that people don't even take in consideration. It's like, shit, if that's how you want to move every day and, and make sure ain't no threats coming at you, then you are entitled to that right, regardless of whether you... Hold on one, hold on yeah, one second. Man. You good. I said, it's just, it's crazy. All right, my man. Nah, you Somebody good. Somebody got pulled up. Sorry about that, man. <laughs> no, nah, you good, man. I was just saying, like it's just it's crazy. And then speaking of the little guns or whatever, there's a part in the documentary where Meek is filming a video, and at the end of the video, they holding guns, but they showed that it was water guns. Like they squirting the little dancers and the little chicks in the video, man. and the judge was trying to lock him up for having guns in the video. Yeah, but you know, like trying to ruin the movie. But you seen what she was on? It was way more to it. Than just she really had it out for dude. Exactly, and it's right. and it's crazy that people get 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 positions like that, are are that in positions like that that can do you any kind of way they want to with your life because you on probation or parole. Man, do you do you know, man? I can man, I can't even start to tell you what some of these people have done to me, said to me. Man, they treat you like you a kid. I got into it with a PO for telling him, man, I'm not your kid. I'm not finna sit in here and talk to me like I'm your kid. And I'm gonna respect you. Right. But you in here cussing at me and talking to me like I'm some nah. I ain't going for that. And they it's it's almost like people get in these positions and they trying to bait you to do something crazy. And it's basically like they trying to give you enough rope to hang yourself. Right. Exactly. It's, that's exactly what it is. And it's, it's just like you just waiting to try to snatch somebody's freedoms away from them. And it's crazy. Yeah, but but I'm going to tell you how they really got me and why I say what I said. So this is what really happened. In Kentucky, when you are in prison or in jail, if you're on child support, it does not stop. Oh, I didn't know that. No, it don't stop. So I didn't did about probably five years total. 
maybe a little more. It's probably over a little more than five. Because I ended up going back in 2017. And I'm going to tell you what that was about. All right, I get out in 2012. I'm doing good. Then I went through a little situation where times was bad. And then I got back right. So I get in trouble again for not reporting to my PO twice. Listen to what I'm saying. I don't report twice. I get 13 months for that. So when I get out, I'm doing good. Now, you know, I'm not, I haven't been back since then. 2007, you know, I got out in 2017. I've been out since 2017. And I ain't been back. You know what I'm saying? So right. I've been doing pretty good. But this is where they got me. They tell me you can't get off parole unless you pay your child support off. In full. <sighs> not to put everybody in my business, man. But you, me and you both done talked about how much this was. Right. 26000 And that's, that's like somebody just got the that only reason, The only reason I'm probably off parole right now is because I got into a car accident. Well, Diesel ran me over. Mm. So they end up having to give me some money. The only reason I'm off parole right now, bro, is because I got some money and was able to pay that. But listen to what I'm telling you, man. They telling me I cannot get off parole unless my child support is paid in full. Twenty six thousand, man. Do do you not think they don't know I can't pay that for real? Exactly. They and know that. That's that's the loophole in it all. And that's the whole reason why I even wanted to do a recording on this. And Don, I, I definitely appreciate you even sharing this information because to me, that's the catch in it all. It's like, okay, we're going to let you out, but guess what? Here goes something else that now you got to skate on thin ice. And if you mess up, we're going to bring you right back. And it's like, you ain't, you ain't necessarily free when you walk out them doors because they got nah, all these and, strings um, and attached or there's something holding uh, you back. Man. man, and let me tell you about that. Okay, in order for me to get out, I had to go through a, a program called SAP. It's a drug program that make you go through, okay? Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically like some boot camp shit and some shit where people holding you accountable and certain stuff. Basically where the other inmates can just get you fucked up if they want to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you went there with them, <laughs> ain't right. But anyway, I get out on this step shit. I got to complete some more shit with this step shit when I come home, right? Before I come home, they tell us, oh, you if you're a class D felon and you get a year clear when you come out, we give you a year. All right. If you got a class C, if you get two years clear, Okay. Listen to what I just told you. I'm a class C felon, so I got to do two years. I had two and a half years clear. Still didn't get my two years. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And see, that's the thing, because it's it's like, yeah, we told you this, but here, we're going to do something yeah. different. Now they're going <laughs> back on it. Now they're saying, now they, and they tell me this. Okay, check this. So then I, my, uh, uh, 
me working and stuff, you know, I get time credit and stuff, so it gets my time knocked down. So I do end up getting like a year and a half of some time. But that's because of that. If I would have got them other two years I'm telling you about, I'd have been off. Maybe a couple years ago. <laughs> but they didn't give it to me. So they tell me, all right, you get off 2021, January. January come around. Now it's February. February come around. Now it's March. March come around. Now it's uh, April the 15th. I can remember it like it was yesterday. All right. April come around. You ain't going to believe this. Now it's August. Guess why, though? I, I had to call Frankfurt and find this out. I called the lady, helped me out. She was nice. I can't remember her name. She was nice. Uh, they said you missed two payments in child support that month, that uh, year. So they took 60 days apiece for that. Wow. What? What? <laughs> I said, so do I owe anything, though? I missed, but do I owe anything? No. What? Yeah, that's that bull right there. Man, the only thing saved me was since this corona stuff been going on, they've been like, man, I've been went through so many POs. I've been they've been giving me this PO and a switch a couple weeks, a month later. I had like six, seven. But I just so happened these last two men was okay. And then this definitely this last one. I just got him maybe a week ago, man, and he already got me off parole. He said, man, he looked at my stuff. He said, man, why ain't you already off? He said, do you open? I'm looking at this child support stuff. He said, it's paid, right? I said, man, it's paid. He's like, man, I don't understand that. I'm going to see what I can do to help you. Say no That was more. a week ago. That was a week ago. Man called me. Man called me. He, did, he didn't. I don't know if he had my number wrong or what, because me and my wife's number are similar. Mm-hmm. So my wife come to me. I'm on the game. My wife come to me like, you be on the phone. I'm like, hello. He like, Mr. Knox. I'm like, yeah. He like, uh, got some good news for him. I'm like, yeah. He like, uh, got the, I got your parole papers signed by the uh, commissioner. Uh, you off? Like, right now? He's like, yeah. He's like, I was gonna mail the papers, but I don't want to get lost in nothing. If you don't mind, you come up. Hell yeah. <laughs> Look, I was on the game with move. you that night. Shit. I was yeah. on the game with you. So I already what? know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't I can't even remember, man. It, I, I'm telling you, bro, it don't even seem real. I've been on this so long, fam. It don't even feel like I'm off. That's crazy. Yeah, shout out to dude, because man, that like that's that's the thing, man. And that like even if it ain't a situation with a PO, it's like a lawyer a doctor, like man, anything. It's like, up. His name his name Hunter Hancock, bro. Dude is man. For real. He alright, dude. For real. Like, that's your job. You're supposed to help people. You're supposed to serve and do what's in the best interest of your client. But it's like some people, man, they just they get that job title and they feel like they have some kind of authority over people and then they hang man. shit over your head and they ain't even trying to help you. The whole probation is, you know, here, do what you got to do so we can hurry up and get you off. Where some people are like, nah, we trying to figure out how we can keep you on here. Man, keep you on it. I promise, man. They, are they looking at you like, since you've been in trouble or did something, you a bad person. Man, I promise you this. I guarantee you, 
out of seventy five percent of everybody in the world, I'm gonna say at least sixty five, that some they have done something illegal that would have landed them in jail. They just did not get caught. Facts. Facts. Ain't ain't nobody. No, I, I don't believe in nobody. Just no pure saint, bro. No more. Not these days. Older people, maybe. Yeah. Not at all. And see, that's the conversation people don't want to talk about. Nah, man. These crooked ass yeah, politicians I mean, and all this I mean, and that. Man, then, look at the stuff they're getting away with. Look at right. it. And that's what I was going to say. I was like, that, to me, in my opinion, keep in mind, this is my opinion. I think that's the whole mindset of society. It's like, we're in these positions of power, but we're going to brainwash and trick people to look down on the lower class man. that commit acts or whatever they do and this is stuff that's like i gotta do this to try to survive this is stuff i gotta help put food on the table because i ain't been given a fair opportunity out here in the real world like y'all tell me that i'm supposed to go get this job or go do this and do that but then when i go to the interview there's another hurdle y'all ain't gonna give me the job because of how i look but guess what that's what it's crazy you tell me that I don't qualify for the job, I don't get the job. Well, shit, my kids still got to eat tonight. They still need diapers. They still need clothes. So how the they fuck am care. I going to get so it? I feel like it's all a trap. You know exactly. What I'm I feel like I feel like it's all a system thing. It's like all a big trap. And it's like, it's damn near designed to keep you in it. You got to be real strong-minded to get out that shit real tough. Exactly. Because if you ain't, and and you you go back to a certain little thing, man. It's over. You're going right back. Right. No questions asked. Right. And prison is something that ain't gonna never get old. Trust me, it's gonna be here when we long gone. It's just it's wild. Believe that. It's wild. <laughs> I promise it is. Hey, look, I was I even telling my is. telling my wife on the way back. We coming back from Atlanta, and um. I forgot what little county that was on the other side of, uh, outside of Atlanta, heading back north. And I, I mean, I bullshit you not. Like every ten miles, it was a police officer like sitting off in the trees on the side of the road with the little radar gun, trying to clock yeah, people. Yeah, just trying to clock somebody. Just yeah, they just trying to. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like trying nah. to meet them quarters and stuff. <laughs> right. I'm like, dude. And like, then not trying to jump. To... Go ahead. Go ahead much off, but this is what I was thinking about a while ago. Just think about this, man. A cop kills somebody and I get more time for them killing somebody for having a, being a convicted felon, have, just having a gun than they do for killing somebody. It's crazy, dude. But then when you try to say that to people, it's like they look at you like you like you nuts. That's like, nah, man, this is reality, bro. Like, how much value are you putting in, in a life? You know what I'm saying? Especially one of ours. Like, hell, there's people that done killed animals that done did more time than an officer that killed somebody. Are you just thinking about the people that do tax? I'm on, I don't think people do tax evasion to get less time than me. I'm talking about for millions. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying, man. This shit is a joke, dude. And excuse my language, people, but it's just like... <laughs> It's frustrating sometimes, and like I said, I ain't gonna sit there and pretend like I'm familiar with it because I ain't had to go through that. But I know enough people that that have, and like I said, I have a family right. member myself that's actually going through some of that shit now. So I'm familiar with it enough to where 
I know what he's going through or what he done been through. And I'm talking about since he and was 12 or 13 years kid, old. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot if you don't try to understand a little bit. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's easy to judge something that you don't know about. Right, right. And that's why I tell, I'm telling you. Know you know what I'm saying? And just because somebody made a wrong decision don't mean that they're a bad person. Exactly. You exactly. know, some people belong in there. Me, I, everything I did, I, I probably belong. I, I, you know, I don't say I don't feel like I should have got as much time as I did, but I ain't gonna say I ain't deserve to be punished. I ain't trying to cover up nothing I did. I try to act like I ain't do nothing wrong. I know I did stuff wrong. You understand? But it's just man, it's crazy how they do you though. Like, <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's, super it's just crazy. crazy, man. And then you know, it's like once you've been in prison, man. You got a jacket on. People gonna judge you for the rest of your life, and I've been dealing with that since I ever been in trouble. Period. And that's what I was saying. I was like, I was, I was definitely guilty of it in regards to the little meek meal thing because I'm like, bro, you're a millionaire now. Like, I ain't saying turn your back because that's that's one thing that people seem to get confused. Nobody's saying turn your back on where you came from. But if you ain't bringing your people along with you and they still involved in different kind of little stuff, ain't nobody saying you can't speak oh, to them or none of that. Go. But it's like, nah, you, can't nah, be you done too. outgrew that. For sure. And that's where I was just like, come on, bro. Like, why you keep going back down that path? Yeah, and that, was, and that wasn't even the case. At all. We just didn't know what exactly what was going on. It's a good thing they did put that out because people would have still been saying that about him to this day. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I put a couple and like of you people said, we there. all wrong for that because I was even like, what the fuck, me? Right. I'm like, you know no, what I'm saying? But after seeing that, I'm like, I'm like, damn, he's he can't do nothing. At all, bro. Now, I'm trying to think, what album was that? Was that, uh, was it Championship? Uh, or Dreams uh, of Nightmare? It was Championship. It was both of them while he was going through that. Both of them. In uh, the Championship was basically like the ass end of it. And he's like, you look, lady, like, this is how man. I feed my family. Like, man. I need to go out here and promote this yeah. album. She's like, hey, nah. and I hate to, I hate to say this part because I don't want to spoil the thing, but I got to talk about this man because it blew my mind. I cannot believe he gets in trouble because he won't do a song she want him and Nikki to do. Man, nah, that I was in the and floor then lied that. about it. Right, right. It's crazy. And it's like, man, actually, lied man, about it. The little documentary been out for couple of years now so hopefully you know people have seen it so it ain't like i ain't trying to sit here and you know not spoil it or whatever because maybe if we talk about it enough people will actually want to go listen to it or watch it rather and they need to but it was definitely a because it was like dude like the Real da <laughs> the da is like man we here we ready to throw all this out give him bail he let him get out don't care. She didn't listen to neither side. Like that's at that Don't point. That's why I'm, I'm like, gonna do what I want to do. I'm like, how is she he even still a judge? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it. They had to go through a whole new court, get a whole new judge, and everything to get this Mickey Pooh out. That is retarded. And that's, that's and how does she still have a job right now today if they had to do that? Exactly. If somebody else can see that, how can't she? Exactly, and and that to me shows you that. 
it's way bigger than just Meek and this judge. Because yeah. how many it other judges is know. out there like her? And they let you know it don't discriminate. Because look, even celebrities is going through this shit. Facts. More facts. <laughs> and that's what I was just He's like, trying to better himself and everything. And she see this. Like, you know this. You know he get paid by doing shows. And you made it where he can't. Where he got to sit home a whole year. Sure. And he got kids. He got a kid. And family members. Exactly. <clears throat> and employees. Exactly. And that's why it's just, it's, it's crazy, man. It's just like, you get this label, you get this badge or position of power and that shit go to your head. And it's like, at that point, you think you above the law. Man, yo, it's like your life is in their hands and it basically is. Straight up. Boy, your freedom is, I ain't gonna say your life, but your freedom is basically in their hands when you come home. And people can say, oh, all you gotta do is walk a straight line. It ain't that damn easy. It ain't that right. easy at all. And that's a whole <laughs> other conversation in its own self, bro. Right. Right. For real. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Because it's like, all right, it I'm out. Easy. Now it's like, okay, I gotta go through this whole process of trying to get a, a, a legit gig. But you go through applications, and now this this question staring in front of you, are you a felon? I just, as soon as you check that fucking box, yeah. they automatically going to look right. at it and judge you. Okay, gonna, man, just think about this. What if you work first shift? You got to report once a month, and most of the time it's from 8 to 4, 8 to 3.30. How am I, you, so you telling me I got to tell my job I got to leave. What if they tell me I can't? Shit, I ain't even thinking about that. Then they call you sometimes and be like, just come in. What you mean? What I'm probably my time. And then if you well, don't you come be here, in. You be, listen, yeah, you be here at this time or you violate Damn, I So I, I lose my job. I got to lose. I got to walk out on my job. Come here for me to piss or some, some stupid shit like that. Some shit that could have waited. Damn, I ain't even think about that. Man, it's crazy. I'm telling you. Like, people is. don't know the half, man. I'm telling you. It is. It is. But like I said, man, I, I definitely, definitely appreciate you sharing that story, dog. It's like, oh, yeah, for sure. Hopefully for sure. people have a, a better understanding and a better appreciation for the shit. Because it's like, everybody, like I said, and I don't mean to keep repeating myself, everybody that goes to prison ain't necessarily a bad person. It nah, just so happens that, you know what I'm saying, you, you did what you had to do. To make things happen in your personal life, you slipped up or got caught or whatever. You did your time. You back out. Keep it moving. Well, I did a whole 360. You know what I'm saying? I right. came home, got married, had a kid, take care of my kids, go to work, come home, be with my family. You know? Exactly. I did a whole 360, but you know, I'm going to always have people that going to look at me like, oh, he's still that person that I knew back then. It's wild. And that's okay with me because I don't really care about nobody. You know, but some people, it might bother them. But me personally, I don't really care because you're going to pay my bills. It, so, man, it took me a long really time to get to that <laughs> point in life, man. I ain't yeah. even going to front. Because you got to understand, people, you can't stop nobody from talking, period. It took and, me a really you know, long time. You know, you know, hands on, we're from a small area, so. Right. You're going to hear a lot of stuff about Everybody it. know everybody's business. And that's why yeah. I was just like, that's yeah, why it used stuff. to bother me. I was like, man, I ain't even home, like. Why the hell people nah, sitting nah, around? But that's what used to I eat me up. Because it was like, when I come back home, oh, Adrian think he better than everybody. He, he done moved. I'm like, hey. where did this come from? <laughs> I'm hey, like, man. shit, I don't even talk and to I nobody. Could, 
Hey, and there's no lie. Not to get off too much, to get off the subject too much. But I, I'm glad y'all got away. You know what I'm saying? And it's good that people get away from where we're from. Because there ain't nothing there. I used to say, I said the same thing that you said. I said it to Nikita before. Then I had to apologize to her. You understand? Because I, I was stuck in my ways and stuck in that mentality. And, you know, just that box. It's, it's it took like, me to get away from her a little bit to be like, ah, oh, yeah. And that's what I tell yeah. people. Like, man, I, <laughs> man, I even had that conversation with my pops before. And after this, we'll shut it down because, like I said, we done kind of got off topic. But it's necessary. So whoever's listening to this, hopefully you feel where I'm coming from. It's like we're not accustomed to seeing something different. And once you, like you just said, once you get outside of that box and you start seeing the rest of the world, you like, damn, I've been missing out. Because I ask myself all the time, I'm like, if I wouldn't, like, my mom wanted me to go to Murray. She's like, you don't need to be going that far away from home. And, I and they like, still telling, and they still tell, hey, no lie, they still telling kids right now that from where we from, like, right now, my little cousin is going through something like that right now. No, that, that's why. Look, I'm telling you now, don't even encourage it. Like at the end of the day, I, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> right? I didn't, but it ain't in my hands. You know what I'm saying? I just but, said like it five said. minutes ago. I'm like, nobody's Man. saying turn your back on where you came from. But here's nah, here's but the you trend. going to UK was the best thing, probably. You ever did. Here's the trend, though. How many people you know from where we from end up going to Murray State, but every weekend they come right back home? They back home hanging out where they comfortable at. And it's like you get in oh. that, that cycle of just doing the same shit, even though you going to school at Murray. And then next thing you know, you put yourself back in that box. Dude, I walked around yeah. campus my whole first year. I didn't know nobody. Gobby was the only person that was up there from back home. And then um, you remember uh, Derek Stevens? Me and him used to go hoop or whatever. But outside of that, man, and then when Gobby came back home, that's when Mason and him came up. So we built so many relationships and bonds and with people that I'm still cool with to this day. Right, right, right. And I'm like, man, it's just wild. And then, you know, not to put Charlie business out, but it's like, man, Charles moved all the way out to California. Charles, you no, know, he's in Atlanta now. Like, Charles done seen so many different things, and we done met so many different people through the little paths and stuff that he took. That's where we was at in Atlanta. I'm like, man, I'm chilling down there with his wife and they family and friends, and I met some friends this weekend that we cool with now. And it's just like, if you don't get out of that shell or that box, how will you ever experience that? Uh, you're gonna be stuck. You're gonna be stuck there, and you see when you go back home what you see. It's so. wild. That's why I was like, "Shit, I done been out the country. I done seen all kind of stuff." Now it's like, Shh, "Nah, you you can call me stuck up. Think I'm better than anybody. All you want to was like, nah, bro. I just went to go see the rest of the world. Ain't nothing wrong with that." Nah, for sure. Not at all. But definitely appreciate you, bro. Um, Man, for sure, cause. I'm telling everybody, man, it's called Free Meat Meal, man. It's on Amazon Prime. You might be able to look at it on other little uh, streaming services or whatever, but I highly recommend checking that out because that definitely gave me a whole new perspective on dude. It's like, man, I I salute that man for everything he had to go through. I probably would have cracked. I would have No, I couldn't have put up with that. (laughs) Crazy. But good stuff, man. All right, appreciate you.
No problem. Ass toasted, yeah. no competition. I'm Nisha Coasting. <laughs>